Entrepreneur on Fire 527. John Lee Dumas is here with your daily dose of inspiring entrepreneurs. Welcome to Entrepreneur on Fire and prepare to ignite. Wait a second. Did you hear that? Sounds like amazing audio. It's got to be audiobooks.com. And guess what? You can get your first book for free today. Go to audiobooks.com slash fire. Fire Nation. FreshBooks is a simple online accounting solution built for small business owners just like you. Try FreshBooks for free for 60 days. Visit getfreshbooks.com and enter FIRE in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Mark LePage. Mark, are you prepared to ignite? I am ready to ignite. <laughs> All right. Mark is the president of Five Cat Studio Architecture and founder of EntreeArchitect.com, an online resource dedicated to educating and inspiring small firm architects to build better businesses. Given our listeners just a little overview, Mark, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you. Then give us an overview of your business. Well, I'm a, uh, I'm a son of an auto mechanic. So entrepreneurism is in my blood. Um, my dad, in addition to my dad being uh, an auto mechanic and owning his own shop as a small business, uh, he also was a Corvette collector. He, uh, he, he uh, had lots of old Corvettes, and he would buy them and sell them and, and fix them up and flip them. And so I, I grew up as a Corvette kid. And, uh, and so I watched him build those, the, those cars and, and that business into uh, a business that would, you know, give us a, a good life as kids and, and take us on vacation. And, and so I, I saw that happen. And I wanted to become an architect when I was about 10. And I started uh, my journey to become an architect, got my license, and launched uh, Five Cat Studio Architecture in 1999 with my wife, Amory McCarthy. Uh, we had no money, no clients, but, you know, we were 29 years old and sort of uh, young and crazy and just wanted to do what we wanted to do and, <laughs> and, and launch the firm. Uh, and we built it into a small business with a staff of about six uh, people and with more than $10 million worth of residential construction projects. And then I started Entrepreneur Architect in 2007 as a personal project. Just a, I was blogging for the firm and I wanted to start a second blog called Entrepreneur Architect. And I just used it for a place to sort of store business ideas and, and things like that. And uh, just over a year ago on December 12th, 2012, on 12, 12, 12, um, I created something called my 12, 12, 12 project. And I relaunched Entrepreneur Architect as an online resource for sole proprietors and small firm architects, uh, teaching them the fundamentals of business and success. And today, in addition to running Five Cat Studio with my wife, uh, I write a weekly blog, publish a weekly newsletter, and I produce a weekly podcast about business success and architecture. Wow, Mark. I love your journey. I know Fire Nation's going to resonate with it in a really powerful way. And what we're going to do before we actually dive into the journey part, we are going to start with a success quote because we really want to get that motivational ball rolling here at Entrepreneur on Fire. So take it away. Sure. Everybody wants a formula for success, John, right? Yes. So I've created my own formula for success. Oh, perfect. Do share. My quote is, find your purpose, have faith, live with certainty, Work hard and success will be yours. Wow. So what did you do to actually derive these words, this mantra, and how do you live this, Mark? 
Sure. I, I um, just over time, I've, I developed it. I, you know, I, through time, realized these are the things that you need to do. And if, if you do these things, you become successful. Uh, I, I live this quote every day as I work in Entrepreneur Architect and with Five Cat Studio. I, I believe Entrepreneur Architect is really my purpose. Um, for generations, architects have been struggling artists, uh, struggling to succeed and make ends meet. Um, and it's mostly because they haven't been taught the rules of business. In architecture school, we learn to be architects, but we don't learn to be business people. Um, we haven't embraced entrepreneurism. So uh, it's my mission to to encourage architects to do that. Uh, and that's what Entrepreneur Architect is all about. And so my purpose is to share what I know about business and architecture and encourage others to do the same. And I have faith that personally, I have a faith in God, but others may have a, you know, a faith in their own spirituality or their own psycho- you know, psychological faith. Um, but my faith is that God has set a path before me and that I just need to follow that path. I need to have the courage every day to, to stay on that path and, and move forward. And I live with certainty that I, I'm going to succeed. I put all my doubts on the side and I just move forward with that faith that I will succeed. And, uh, and I work hard every day uh, to make the world a better place. So, Mark, this is a very powerful message because it is so true. You went to architect school to learn how to become an architect, not to learn how to run a business. And I see this in so many other professions, even the really high-level professions like dentists, doctors, chiropractors, even my father, who's a lawyer, who at the age of 28, he hung up his own shingle and he knew how to practice law, but he didn't know how to run a business that had to come. And this is really powerful, you know, for every entrepreneur that's out there to realize there's so much more to running an actual successful business than just being passionate and just knowing your tools of the trade and really going out. So what you're providing, Mark, for architects is a invaluable resource. I commend you for that. And what I want to do before we really dive into the specifics of what you have created is take a look at your journey as an entrepreneur. Because listen, you're an inspired entrepreneur, Mark. You're doing a lot of great things out there, but it wasn't always a success to success to success. You've struggled. You've had obstacles and failures. And let's hear one of those stories. Take us down to the ground level when you failed. And what lessons did you learn from that point in your life? Sure. Um, you know, I, I think every business fails. I think failure is part of success. Um, but my, my story of failure is a story about debt. Um, as a young architect, Amory and I, uh, we launched our firm in our home, uh, built it up into something that, that uh, was really relatively successful. And then we wanted, you know, we had our first child and we needed to grow out of the, out of the house. And so we went and we looked for a new space and found a space about 10 minutes away from the house. Um, we found about a thousand square feet, which would have been perfect, but the whole 2000 square foot floor was available and they gave us a great deal and we had high hopes for our firm and, and big dreams. And so we took the full 2000 square feet and for three years I sat in a corner office by myself in 2000 square feet and, and had the, the, <laughs> the heat turned off and the lights turned off except for in that one room. Um, and so it, it, we spent a lot of money on a space we didn't really need at first. Uh, we built that space out with a beautiful reception area and a conference room and never used it because as we grew, we realized that as residential architects, we didn't need those spaces that our, our meetings were in, in our clients' homes. And so we built that space unnecessarily and spent more money, um, ultimately sublet that space and, and, and helped fund our, our rent every month. But, 
Um, that was our first mistake, growing, growing too quickly and spending too much money up front. Then as we grew, we grew into a pretty successful firm, filled that space, uh, had four people working for us, and uh, things were great. We're making lots of money and, and, and building a great reputation. And, uh, and then the recession hit, the recession hit. And much like everybody else, things started falling apart. And many of our large projects went away. In one day, we had three of our major projects go away in the same day. Um, and so we needed to sort of go into survival mode. Uh, and we made a commitment to our staff. We had four people working for us at the time. And we committed to them that, that we would hold on to them and we would, we would be loyal to them if they were loyal to us. And so that was great. We, we had a full staff. We kept them busy. Um, but we didn't have the revenues to pay them. And so over time, we were paying them with credit cards and, and uh, lines of credit and not really realizing it every month that it was all adding up. Uh, we thought every month it was going to be better the next month. And so we didn't really do it with that intent. But when it was all over, many of those people moved on uh, and we were left with $100,000 in debt or more than $100,000 in debt. And as a small business, two architects, you know, $100,000 is a tremendous amount of money. And, uh, and so that was the lesson that we learned. The lesson is really for any small business is to stay debt free and to build a debt zero business, you know, save, save your money, save, uh, for large expenses and not use credit cards, not use lines of credit, um, and do what you need to do for your business and for yourself to, uh, to have a business that can support itself and to not use credit to, uh, to pay employees and to pay expenses, uh, and to stay debt zero. And by doing that, you can start saving money and over time be able to build those, uh, build the business slower and much more sustainable and much be much more successful in the long run, which is what I teach now. So this story is really a tale of two failures. One of the, the first and foremost failure that you made, Mark, was you guys went in, you knew you didn't need quite that much space, but you had huge ambitions and you wanted to grow into it quickly. So you got 2,000 square feet and then it was just you in the corner office for a couple of years with all of that wasted rent going out the window that could have been utilized into your business. And then the second time came around and you did need the space and you did fill it out and you brought people in and you made these promises and then you honored these promises, but when it came down to it on an ongoing basis, the money that was coming in was just not as much as the money going out, and therefore you were able to accrue $100,000 in debt, even though you were generating a lot of income, a lot of money was coming in the door, more was going out. So it is really a viable lesson for Fire Nation, Mark, to know that you know it's all about living below your means and working below your means, and it's much better to make $100,000 a year and have expenses of $30,000 than to make $500,000 a year and have expenses of $600,000. It's just simple math. And you're going to be working sometimes five times harder to make that much less because you're not looking at that bottom line. And Mark, this is kind of a little bit of a, a side note, but it just was an idea. It just was a thought that came up while you were talking because it was something that really inspired me in a lot of different ways and opened my eyes to the world of architecture. Have you ever read the book, The Devil in the White City? No, I haven't. Oh, Mark, that needs to be like the next book that you read. It's a fascinating book. They're actually coming out with a movie, but it's of 
the nineteen no the 1892, I believe, or 1893 World Fair yeah, in Chicago, yeah. where all the architects got together and won basically that for Chicago from the world. And they had the World Fair there. And it was fascinating to see kind of the inside, behind the scenes of the architects at that time. So I think that book will just have you captivated. It had me captivated, Mark, and I'm not even passionate about architecture. And it is quite the book, quite the read for any entrepreneur too. So Fire Nation, just like me, if you're not passionate about architecture, you'll still find this book unbelievably captivating. It was unbelievable. So Mark, let's transition now because you just shared with us two great lessons that you learned as a businessman, as an entrepreneur, lessons that we all need to take with us as we move forward. But let's go to the other end of the spectrum now. You've had many aha moments, a couple of which you share with us in the intro, but really tell us one story of one time that you just had a light bulb turn on and what steps did you take, Mark, to turn that light bulb moment, that idea into success? Sure. You know, my aha moment came from listening to, to your show and Come shows. On. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm sure you've never heard that before. No, I had no <laughs> idea you were going to say that. And I'm so honored. But, but that's true. You know, um, you know, listening to shows like yours and Pat Flynn's and Michael Hyatt's, um, it, it sort of set off a fire in me. And uh, I love to teach and I love to share my knowledge. And it's something that's been in me since I was a child. And, and I never really realized it until recently that that's really what my purpose is. Um, I, like I said, I, I, I focused on becoming an architect when I was 10. So I put the blinders on and focused on being an architect and never looked at anything else. Um, but looking back, even if I ask my parents, and, and my mom says this all the time, that, that I'm a born teacher. And so by listening to shows like yours and, and Pat's and, and Michael's, it set off a light bulb, just like you said. And, and I realized that what my purpose was, was to teach the business of architecture, that business is, is something that excites me. It gets me going. Um, it's something that architects are not very good at, uh, just from, from who we are as artists, uh, and, and architecture schools don't teach it. And so, um, when I realized that I could build a, a, a resource online and turn that into a business, uh, and be an entrepreneur uh, online, and still be an architect and teach architecture. Uh, it was it was it was the beginning of the rest of my life. And so, uh, and thank you, thank you for uh, for doing what you do and for inspiring the rest of us. Well, Mark, I truly appreciate your appreciation, and I'm just honored to be able to have a small part in the ripple effect of what you're creating for other listeners out there and other architects out there who are literally looking at you as a lifeline to propel them forward in their careers. I mean, I commend you as well, my friend, and give us a little more inside scoop about uh, the podcast, because that's something that I find fascinating. I'd love to hear the buildup and the result. Sure. The, the podcast was launched um, on December 12, 2012 the Entrepreneur Architect podcast, um, for the first year, I did all interviews. So I interviewed uh, other architects who were successful or either, and even other people who are not in business or not in architecture but could teach us something about business. Uh, and it was very successful. Lots of uh, architects follow me and listen. Um, in the beginning of this year, to take it to the next level, I started, that was a monthly podcast. Um, in January, I started a weekly podcast. Whoa! And so I now do a, um, I continue to do once a month, I do an interview. And then the other three weeks, I do a solo um, a podcast. And it's basically my thoughts about each each topic for the week. 
uh, and it's about a half hour long. And it's been it's gotten great traction. I've gotten a lot of great feedback on it. People really like what I'm doing there. There's a lot of power in what you're doing, Mark. So there's so much value in bringing experts in the industry and having them share their knowledge. But after a year of doing that, Mark, and then after all of the years of your experience building up, you, Mark LePage, have a lot to share. And by now bringing it one one day a week and by having three solo sessions, you're really able to, to take all of this information and knowledge and tips, tools, and tactics and share with it in your personality, in your manner to now your listeners. And now guess what? They're having the ability to have four times the amount of content. And then now you're having the ability to have four times the amount of downloads. And that's going to help you with iTunes rankings, with search, with all these great things that's just going to start this snowball effect for you, Mark, for your podcast and for everything above and beyond. So I am just really excited for you. I love when I hear people have cranked it up in their consistency. Like I loved when Pat Flynn, you know, reached out to me in back in 2013 in January. And he said, John, you've inspired me to go from two podcasts a month to one a week. And he did that for all of 2013 with Smart Passive Income. And then just this year in 2014, he came up to me again and said, John, you've now inspired me to release a daily podcast, Ask Pat. And yeah. so now he's doing a daily podcast and it's just one wonderful to see people that are already successful, Mark, like yourself, like Pat, and other areas are seeing the benefit of putting more focus, more energy, and more time into podcasting. And that's something that we're really passionate about sharing, obviously, here on Entrepreneur on Fire. And that's why we do a free podcast workshop every week at podcastersparadise.com. So anybody that wants to take advantage of this great medium like Mark has, like I have, like Pat has, check that out for sure. But Mark, what I want to ask you now is a question that a lot of people struggle with and some people can just go right to it. It's kind of one of the two. But what's your proudest entrepreneurial moment? My proudest entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial moment probably is, um, is every day. And it's, and it's sort of the result of being an entrepreneur. It's, it's, it's my kids. Um, my, my proudest moment is to look and see my kids growing and being able to be part of their life every day. Um, you know, it's set aside business and five cat and entrepreneur architect who are incredibly passionate in my, in my world, but I've been truly put on this earth to be the, the dad to my kids. And so to be able to be an entrepreneur twice in Five Cat Studio, as well as Entrepreneur Architect, it gives me the opportunity to be a major part of my kids growing up and, and to see them grow up and to be able to be there when they need me. Um, that by far is my proudest part of being an entrepreneur. Mark, that is incredibly touching that you've been able to now take something that you're passionate about, that you're knowledge about, turning it into a viable business that in turn is allowing you to do what now matters most to you, which is be a father and a role model and to be an active part in the growing up of your kids, which as we all know, goes so, so fast. And Mark, one thing that I want to ask you now, because you have some experience, my friend. You've been there. You've done that. You've seen the highest of highs when you got that 2,000 square foot space and you were ready to rock and roll. And then, of course, the lowest of lows when you know you were just in a corner office for years, just one light on, no heat. I mean, that's the entrepreneurial journey. That's the roller coaster that I've been on, that you've been on, that every one of my guests has experienced, the roller coaster of the emotional highs and the emotional lows. So, Mark, what's your philosophy on the entrepreneurial journey, and how do you keep some semblance of balance? When I was younger, 
when I was when I launched Five Cat Studio and before, my my goal is to be to be a, a you know an, a wealthy entrepreneur. I wanted to be a millionaire, um, and and that was my my goal was to is to build a business and make a lot of money, and then as you grow and as you explore and you have this journey in in life. Um, those things that were once very important to you are no longer that important and your priorities shift. Uh, and so that's really the, the, the most important thing that I've learned is that uh, it's about the journey and it's not really about what you get in the end that, that um, my success is, and my, my focus now are these, these incremental uh, improvements, these small victories uh, that, that, that pile of gold on top of the mountain is no longer even the focus. It's the, it's the, uh, day to day life of having a great business and, and being able to be a part of my, my family, uh, and being part of the, uh, being part of the life of my kids. Uh, that's really what's, what's important. And that's what, you know, my advice to young entrepreneurs is to remember that is that your journey is going to change that the things that are important to you today, uh, may not be so important to you in 10 years from now. Very powerful message. And so often, Mark, as entrepreneurs, especially young entrepreneurs, we envision worst case scenarios and we fixate on that and we don't let anything else even be a possibility. And, you know, there's going to be those highs. There's going to be those lows. So just know that tomorrow is always another day. And speaking of tomorrow, Mark, let's talk about today. Let's talk about present times. Share with Fire Nation one thing that just really has you fired up right now. Sure. I, right now, what's getting me excited is is on entrepreneur architect. Um, I I share a tremendous amount of uh, free content. I I write, like I said, I write the weekly blo- uh, blog. I write uh, the weekly newsletter, and I do the podcast. And I want to take it to the next level. I've I've the people who follow me, the people who who are encouraged by my my work on entrepreneur architect are asking for more. And so I'm putting together a new site called Entrepreneur Architect Academy that will offer courses, full in-depth courses about the fundamentals of business and success. And it will include um, a private community where members can ask questions and uh, encourage and support one another. And it'll be a closed private forum so uh, architects can ask any questions they want about anything they want uh, and have an open discussion about them. So I'm really, really excited about that. That's going to happen in the next couple of months. Great insights. And Mark, before we hit the lightning rounds, let's thank our sponsors. Fire Nation, it's tax time. And if you're not using FreshBooks, your life is a mess right now. Hunting for receipts, digging through invoices, going through every record one by one, the worst. FreshBooks is the simple cloud accounting solution that makes tax time a breeze. With FreshBooks, you can create professional looking invoices, capture and track expenses, get real-time business reports with just a couple of clicks, work from anywhere with FreshBooks, mobile apps for your phone, and your tablet. The sooner you start using FreshBooks, the sooner you can start focusing on the work you love. Focus on your work, Fire Nation, not your paperwork. Right now, FreshBooks is giving Fire Nation an extended 60-day free trial to make tax time a breeze. To get started, visit getfreshbooks.com and enter FIRE in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Visit getfreshbooks.com and enter FIRE in the How Did You Hear About Us section when signing up. 
If you're like me, then you love hearing about deals with no strings attached because today there simply aren't too many deals like that around. Audiobooks.com has over 40,000 titles for you to choose from, including some of your business favorites like The 4-Hour Workweek and Crush It. Plus, you can sample as many titles as you'd like for free, no strings attached. Audiobooks.com also allows you to listen to your audiobooks instantly from anywhere. How? Just download the audiobooks.com app from your Apple or Android device for offline listening anytime. Oh, I get it. Not a fan of listening to audio on your smartphone? No problem. You can stream using your PC or tablet instead. Looking for great membership benefits too? You'll not only get one audiobook every single month, you'll also enjoy 33% off each additional title that you listen to. Ready to get started? Sign up today and get your first book for free. Go to audiobooks.com slash fire. And Mark, we've now reached my favorite part of the show, the lightning rounds, where you get to share incredible resources and insights with Fire Nation. Sound like a plan? Yeah, that'd be great. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Nothing holds me back to be an entrepreneur. It's, it's, I've been an entrepreneur since I've been born. Um, but the, Taking those small little steps are the are the things that that scare me. So I would say fear is probably the biggest problem uh, in most entrepreneurs' lives is that is taking that first step and uh, getting past that first hurdle. Because once you start rolling down the hill, it's all momentum and everything everything starts working. What is the best advice you've ever received? I'm going to go back to my mom and dad. They taught me if I focus on something and I want it hard enough and I work hard enough, I can do anything. And so I live that advice every day. All right, Mark, you said the word focus. You claim you're part of Fire Nation. You listen to Entrepreneur on Fire. What does the acronym FOCUS stand for? Oh, you know what, John? I knew that. I I stump every guest. Don't worry about it, Mark. It's so funny. Follow one course until success. Yeah. Can you share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success? It's it's small victories, John. It's, It's working... Uh, small little incremental improvements every day. And uh, those things add up and become a huge success in time. That's why two books that I love, Mark, The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson and The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy really drill into this mentality, that mindset that I use to build Entrepreneur on Fire and that obviously you're using on a daily basis. So I love that. And Mark, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with you can share with our listeners? I do. I'm as an architect. I'm going to share an architectural cool. one. SketchUp, SketchUp.com. It's a free resource. There's a paid version too, but it's a free resource that uh, allows you to build 3D models online. Well, actually, it's a downloaded software, um, and it's a great tool for architects to build buildings very quickly, build massing models. But it's a fantastic, uh, very intuitive, very easy to learn. Uh, resource for any entrepreneur who wants to build anything in the 3D, uh, a 3, 3D prototypes or you know any sort of physical product would be great. Well, Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and all this great stuff that we're chatting about here today at eofire.com slash Mark LePage. Mark, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be? The E-Myth Revisited by Michael Gerber. Nice. It's the book that I... I picked up somewhere along the line when I was younger. Uh, I have three copies on it of it, so I have it in three different places. I have it 
you know, bookmarked and tabbed and written all over. <laughs> and I give it to every new entrepreneur that I meet. It is, it is the, the one book that I recommend every single entrepreneur should read. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book just like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Mark, this next question is the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Food and shelter is taken care of, and I have a laptop, so I just sit on the couch and, and surf all day. <laughs> like surf the internet? or like? Yeah, yeah, I just hang out and do nothing. I mean, if everything's taken care of, that's what, you know, I'm just joking. <laughs> I would pick up the laptop and I'd find the closest main street and I'd walk down the main street and I'd look for somebody who needs help and, uh, and I'd find a solution for their problem. And that's, that solution would lead me to the next solution. Uh, and that solution would lead me to the next solution. And in time I would build my business and, and it may not even be architecture or entrepreneurism. It may be something completely different, uh, because you know, each, each little step takes you to, to the next, to the next step. So let's get a little more specific because I'm picturing you right now walking down the street with a laptop. How do you find people with problems? Sure. I, I would find the local hangout, maybe the Starbucks or a coffee shop and, and just start talking with people and, and uh, get to know who they are and what they, what they are. Uh, and maybe it doesn't happen the first day. You go back the second day and you meet some more people. And in time, you build relationships and, and those people start opening up to you. It's the same thing I did with Entrepreneur Architect online, uh, where I, I, I got out onto Twitter and, I, and Facebook and, and met people online and built relationships and, and made friends. And over time, those friends and relationships took me to the next level. Well, Mark, we only promote Dunkin' Donuts on this show, not Starbucks. <laughs> I like Dunkin' <laughs> too. That's good. So, Mark, I have so enjoyed hearing your journey, and the stories were so inspiring on so many levels. But let's end by you giving Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, then share the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Find your purpose, live with faith, be certain, and work hard. Uh, you can find me at EntreeArchitect.com and anywhere else online, any social media, look for Entree Architect and that would be me. So Mark, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything that we've been chatting about here today at eofire.com. They can just enter Mark in the search bar and your show notes page will pop right up. And Mark, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. Thanks for all you do. Fire Nation, are you interested in creating your own podcast? If so, you should come check out our next live webinar for Podcasters Paradise. During the webinar, I talk about the strategies I've used to grow my podcast to over 450,000 unique downloads a month. Plus, I'll give you a sneak peek at the Podcasters Paradise community so you can decide if it's the right fit for you. Sign up today at podcastersparadise.com. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. Ignite.